most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come! That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. A few words for a successful life. Always ask why. Why? Tell the truth. All the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. And I go now, my dog wants to play. Oh yeah, play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. A court document shows that James E. Staley of J.P. Morgan Chase consulted with Mr. Epstein, a registered sex offender, on a wide variety of matters. James E. Staley, the former top J.P. Morgan Chase executive who was closest to the disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein at the bank, relied on him for many years as almost something of a personal advisor, a document shows. The two men discussed a wide variety of topics in emails, including a potential meeting between Chinese officials and executives of the nation's largest bank, business deals that Mr. Staley was working on, a potential promotion for Mr. Staley and the fallout from the 2008 financial crisis, according to a document the bank prepared shortly after Mr. Epstein's arrest in 2019 on federal sex trafficking charges. The document, reviewed by the New York Times and included as a sealed exhibit in a court filing, also revealed the personal nature of Mr. Staley's relationship with Mr. Epstein. A number of times, Mr. Staley told Mr. Epstein he missed him, talked about mutual friends and about helping his daughter get into graduate school. In one email, Mr. Staley bragged to Mr. Epstein about his New Year's Eve 2011 plans, I'm here in Brazil with three beautiful women. Have a happy new year. In another email exchange, according to the document, Mr. Staley wrote to Mr. Epstein in 2010, maybe they're tracking you? That was fun, say hi to Snow White. Mr. Epstein replied, what character would you like next? In 2009, Mr. Epstein sent Mr. Staley an email with a photo attachment, of a young woman wearing a revealing outfit in a modeling pose, the document said. Mr. 
Staley, better known as Jiz, is a central figure in two civil lawsuits filed last year against J.P. Morgan over the bank's nearly 15-year business relationship with Mr. Epstein. The lawsuits contend J.P. Morgan looked the other way at accusations that Mr. Epstein was trafficking teen girls and young men, and continued to even when he had to register as a sex offender after pleading guilty in 2008 to a charge of soliciting prostitution from a teenage girl. Mr. Staley has repeatedly denied in court papers doing anything wrong or being aware that Mr. Epstein had sexually abused young women and teenage girls while the bank had him as a client. Mr. Staley's lawyers did not respond to requests for comment. J.P. Morgan, which also said it was unaware of Mr. Epstein's activities, this year sued Mr. Staley seeking to ensure that, if it was determined that he did engage in improper activity, he could be held liable for damages the bank might end up paying. The 22-page document also summarizes other emails involving communications between Mr. Epstein and other employees of J.P. Morgan. In some emails, Mr. Epstein mentioned all the rich and famous people he was meeting or talking to, including Prince Andrew. He talked about having connections to British politicians and Middle Eastern leaders. He also discussed an art transaction he said he helped Leon Black, the billionaire Wall Street investor, complete. Mr. Black was another close associate of Mr. Epstein's for many years and paid him $158 million for tax and financial advice. Helped Leon Black, the billionaire Wall Street investor, complete. Mr. Black was another close associate of Mr. Epstein's for many years and paid him $158 million for tax and financial advice. The document was included this month as an exhibit in the litigation. The document, currently under seal, is essentially a timeline of email communications between Mr. Staley and others at the bank with Mr. Epstein, broken down by topics. J.P. Morgan compiled the timeline after Mr. Epstein's arrest in July 2019. Mr. Epstein died by suicide the next month while in federal custody in Manhattan. A J.P. Morgan spokesman declined to comment on the document. But the spokeswoman reiterated that it would not have continued to do business with Mr. Epstein, if we believed he was using our bank in any way to help commit heinous crimes. In a June 9 court filing discussing the document, a lawyer for the victim said the timeline was an indication that the bank could have learned about the full extent of Staley and Epstein's relationship, years earlier if it had wanted. And Epstein's relationship, years earlier if it had wanted. Last week, the bank reached a proposed $290 million settlement to resolve a lawsuit brought on behalf of more than 100 victims of Mr. Epstein many of whom were said to be sexually abused when they were just teenagers or young women. The bank and lawyers for the victims are expected to file a report this week outlining the terms of the proposed deal. The bank's lawsuit against Mr. Staley has not been settled. The bank also has not settled a lawsuit filed against it by the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands, where Mr. Epstein maintained a private island residence for two decades. A spokeswoman for the Virgin Islands said Mr. Epstein helped connect the bank with high-profile and wealthy individuals. The bank and lawyers for the victims are expected to file a report this week outlining the terms of the proposed $290 million deal. The judge overseeing the lawsuits has set a timeline for the bank in the Virgin Islands to file their remaining motions over the next two months. The rays are not sneaking up on anyone. Not anymore. Between a 13-game winning streak to start the season, their stature atop baseball's best division and 22-year-old Wander Franco's affirmation that he's a superstar in the making and an MVP candidate right now, the Rays have shed their nerdy Clark Kent glasses, or at least added a cape out in front, 
leading with a cartoon hero's thundering steps and well-defined pectoral muscles, is Yandy Diaz. The 31-year-old Cuban infielder bats lead off every night in Kevin Cash's lineup, and right now, he's the best hitter on the team. By OPS+, the park-adjusted measure of offensive production, Diaz ranks fifth in MLB. The difference between the solid contributor Diaz has been for years and his keeping company with the likes of Aaron Judge and Jordan Alvarez this season has come in the power department. Long a master of getting on base, Diaz is now also running a career-best .539 slugging percentage. Having crushed 12 homers already in 20. He will almost certainly eclipse his personal best, 14 homers in 2019, before the All-Star break. The long-wish-casted development, for the man whose appearance inspires muscle emojis to add them to his stat line, is a product not of Diaz changing who he is as a hitter, but of gaining the security to take some chances. The first impression of Diaz often swings more toward holy biceps, Batman, than an appreciation for his superlative baseball skills. Back when Diaz originally surfaced in Cleveland's organization, the internet's favorite photo of him wasn't on the field. It was in the gym. He was, in essence, baseball's DK Metcalf. But that sort of visible physical potential, which is far from a direct line to success in football, tells you even less about a player's future in baseball. For the record, though, Diaz said he successfully bench-pressed one rep at 400 pounds this offseason. As Diaz broke into the majors, he provided an almost flippant commentary on the sport. In the first 88 games of his career, split across 2017 and 18, he managed one home run, while his unimposing, 5'9 teammate Jose Ramirez bashed 68 by learning to lift and pull the ball like clockwork after Diaz landed with the Rays in a three-team trade ahead of 2019, Tampa Bay hitting coach Chad Motola was initially curious whether Diaz's shredded upper body afforded him the flexibility to get to all the pitches he needed to hit. The answer to that was yes, but Motola found that Diaz took the most pride in maintaining his razor-sharp eye at the plate. Since joining the Rays, Diaz has the 10th lowest chase rate in baseball, swinging at only 19% of balls outside the strike zone. Between 2019 and 2022, he hit only 38 homers, but walked nearly as much as he struck out and logged a .374 on-base percentage that ranked among the top 15 in baseball over that span. That level of plate discipline, which puts Diaz in the realm of Juan Soto, Mike Trout and Brandon Nimmo. Tanda pani mate takli thai, garmi bok pare. Evi ritu badu amara alan chalan thai. Karave basi saru pagar mini play udh thai. They can't work at night like men can because they have to be home with their families. The Indian city of Ahmedabad is turning to novel ways of protecting women's health and livelihoods against extreme temperatures. Kunwar Ben Chauhan sells raw meat from a street cart, but soaring temperatures are making life hard for the 56-year-old widow. Our, 
When the mercury rises, vulnerable women like Kunwar face a dilemma. Stay home and lose a day's income, or brave dangerous conditions to earn a living. Extreme heat is affecting women more than other groups. Women's health is being affected by extreme heat profoundly. Women's hands are burned, they have rashes 12 months out of the year, they have headaches, they have miscarriages. They are experiencing income loss because of these health effects and other aspects of extreme heat to their um, animals, if they're farming, to their products when they're selling in the market. The Self-Employed Women's Association, or SEVA, is testing parametric insurance that helps protect women when it's too hot to work outside. The Extreme Heat Income Microinsurance is a parametric insurance, and that means that it pays out when an event happens. And in this case, the event is extreme heat conditions. 21,000 women are taking part in the pilot, providing a lifeline to women like Kunwar. We've devised an insurance that when the conditions are too dangerous to work, they receive a supplement for their income to their bank accounts. They also have physical interventions like gloves and uh, tarps for their crops, nighttime solar lights, and water coolers to keep their water cool and safe. SEVA members contribute a small amount to a fund as they would with any insurance product that it's a novel concept for many of the women. One of the obstacles to having women uh, join the program is that it's brand new. One of the obstacles is communicating what it is, and then the other is sharing the full value of the program and the member um, understanding and willing to take a chance on something new. The insurance program is just one of a number of measures in place to deal with the extreme heat here. In 2013, All Medibud launched the first heat action plan in a South Asian city. Other initiatives include widespread cool roofs in the slums, early warning systems, and hospital heat wards. Here, at one of Ahmedabad's oldest markets, vegetables and flowers wilt. Over time, colored fabrics and plastics fade. <laughs> Greenhouse gas emissions from cars, power plants, and other human activities have already made the planet 1.2 degrees Celsius warmer than pre-industrial times. According to a 2018 scientific paper, global warming of 2 degrees Celsius would result in a six-fold increase in the number of heat waves in India. But the planet is currently on track to exceed that, making some of the hottest regions virtually unlivable. <laughs>